Hi, this is Matt from Clear Nutrition for You. Nutrition is a passion of mine, and I believe it can set a foundation for you to build healthy routines and habits for the rest of your life. Not only do I hope you enjoy this podcast and get a couple laughs, but I also want it to assist you on your journey of health and fitness. Enjoy. Greeting, everyone. It's March 31st, and I just got done talking with Samantha Daniels, a.k.a. Sam. We had a great conversation, and I wanted to say thanks for her to take the time to do this with me. Um, In the conversation, we talked about her health and fitness and her journey to CrossFit and all the things that she loves about CrossFit. Also, how she's addressing her nutrition without getting too strict, which I think is super awesome. Uh, We also talk about her daughter, Stella, and what CrossFit and her fitness has meant for her. And then we wrapped it up with a conversation around her as a teacher, Um, not only what she's focused on on normal times, but also in this COVID-19 period, how she's adapting to help her students with the challenges of distance learning. So super interesting. And then uh, I had Sam pick the workout that best describes her personally. And I think she nailed it. So stay all the way to the end because I think you're going to enjoy that part as much as anything else. Thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, If you've got any feedback for me, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Clear Nutrition For You, or you can send me an email at matt at Clear Nutrition For You. Or where you get this podcast, there is a place that you could hit a record button and send me a message. Anyway, I hope I hear from you and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Sam. Hey, Sam, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you hear me okay? I can. Good. And I can hear you okay, too. Okay, perfect. Cool. And can, is this still good? I just want to make sure everything's still okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good, 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 good. Well, uh, thanks again for taking the time to do this. I'm super looking forward to it. Me too. Good, good. Um, so maybe you can um, start off with a little bit with kind of like, you know, your health and fitness journey, kind of where what you did, what you've done, how you, how you are today, kind of health and fitness wise. Sure. Um, So as a child, I was a swimmer. So I always did club swimming. Um, And then when I got into high school as a freshman, I um, immediately was on the varsity team um, because of all the swimming that I had done through elementary and middle school and club swimming. Uh And um, so I really enjoyed that because, um, you know, it was something I was really familiar with. They, um, while it was a lot of, um, obviously in the water practice, we also did dry land. So I was able to do different kinds of, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, things like that, that we would practice um, before we got into the water. And um, I, at the time, really enjoyed swimming. After doing um, so much swimming in high school because I joined the varsity team Mm -hmm. so early, um, 
varsity means that you do morning practice and afternoon practice mm-hmm. instead of just afternoon. And it was about four to five hours of swimming every day. Wow. So <laughs> because we would do an hour and a half to two hours in the morning before high school started. And then we would do it for three hours in the afternoon. Wow. So by the end of my senior year, I felt like I had gotten my fill of competitive swimming. Right. And um, when I was uh, got accepted to UCF, they at the time um, didn't have a swim team. And I felt okay with that. Right. Didn't break your heart. <laughs> so I kind of took a break from that and would just do, you know, a gym routine. Um, but I... I guess. And then as adult, I would do, you know, just a local gym and just go as, um, you know, whenever I could make it say right. three times a week and, you know, go for an hour and just do the usual jump on a treadmill, maybe do some of the machines, but I didn't actually join, um, an actual coach directed gym until um Christina one of the coaches at CrossFit Coco Beach um approached me with it I had never even heard of CrossFit I didn't know Mm -hmm. anything about it and I had her son in my kindergarten class and she would talk to me about it all the time and told me all of the great components that come along with being a part of the CrossFit community. Yeah. And I really didn't feel like I was getting the results that I needed um, by being my own coach. You know, you just don't push yourself as hard because I had just always had a coach when I was younger and I appreciated having that direction and didn't realize just how much of a slacker I would be on myself mm-hmm. and be like, Oh man, guess we did enough legs today. I guess we'll do arms tomorrow and just didn't really have like a great routine and wasn't seeing the results that I really wanted to see that I had yeah. body wise and self image wise as a younger person. Right. So I, so- appre- I appreciated Christina talking to me about CrossFit. So what happened with Christina and all the teachers? Like, I mean, cause it was like this mass invasion of teachers into CrossFit all together. Did she like hold a teacher conference or what did she do to convince all you guys to come at the same time? Um, well, she, if you've met her and I think you have, <laughs> um, she can be very persuasive. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, honestly, she just really, I thrive on like personal connection and face to face and feedback, positive or constructive feedback. And, um, so she just kind of told me, Hey, that's what we do here at CrossFit. This is, this is really what the foundation of, um, that community is about. And, um, I think I was one of the first teachers that started. Yeah. And then um, shortly after, 
Um, they also then uh, started promoting a discount. Um, oh. There was a teacher discount as well. Yeah. And uh-huh. then, um, and you know, teachers love a good discount. So, <laughs> um, so I think that made it more appealing too. And yeah. then just honestly, word of mouth, like fe- yeah. positive feedback. Once one person is like, wow, I really am seeing some great changes with you. Then, yeah. you know, um, and they're like, what are you doing? And then you explain it. And then they go to that person being Christina um, and, and say, Hey, I noticed some positive changes with Sammy. What, what, what can you tell me about it? Then it just becomes intriguing and you really start to see it's not like, I mean, I was a part of another gym um, health first, but it, and, and it's a great gym. It's just not directed by a coach as much as CrossFit is. Right. And so you're your teacher. And um, if you are not, you know, if you don't have a physical fitness background, like that's not your, you don't have a coaching background, then, you know, you, you don't know what to do. You, you right. might look up some things online and, you know, but it's not the same. And, um, you really see almost, I don't want to say instant, but pretty close to changes in your body type, if that's what Mm. you're looking for. And you just become healthier, you feel better. And, um, the results you see faster. And I think that's what is really appealing to, um, many females for sure. And I would assume for many males as well too. And then when you start adding the nutritional component too, to keep all of your results maintaining and getting better, I think that that is like a double win. Yeah. Um, so, so is that what happened is you kind of did the, the nutrition thing? I mean, you did the fitness thing and then did you change your nutrition or what happened after you went to CrossFit for a while? Um, well, I'm not going to lie. Christina was telling me about many of the different, um, programs like RP and things like that. And that was a lot of information for me to take down all at one time, being that I was still trying to grasp the whole CrossFit thing as well. So Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed your, um, standpoint on nutrition just eat real food try to incorporate as many vegetables as you can in your day and when you do that and as much protein and just try to cut out the unnecessary stuff as much as possible so I haven't really started any kind of a strict like RP diet or anything like that but I just really try to focus with my family as well as myself, because I have a young daughter and I want to make sure that, you know, self-image isn't an issue for her. And I don't feel it will be if, you know, we just do what our usual routine is, which is we incorporate lots of movement, lots of activity, being a part of different um, clubs or athletic things like gymnastics or, um, we also do kid fit with, um, CrossFit Cocoa beach and, um, 
just picking activities that create movement in their day. And then also, you know, I've been lucky because my daughter has always been a good eater. Like she's, we, she's always been, um, into vegetables and fruit and things like that. I've never had an issue with that. So I've been very fortunate that even as a baby, when I would make her food, she loved sweet potatoes. She loved that all different kinds of vegetables. So when I pack her lunch and she has all of these different components in it, it's not a fight or a battle. She, she enjoys it. It's not anything out of the norm. Well, you, I'm going to, I'm going to not make friends here and here. I know that people are not going to agree with me, but I'm okay with that, (laughs) which is, I, I just don't believe in that whole thing. Like my kid don't eat vegetables. Um, (laughs) I just, I'm just, I'm just not there. Um, I, I think that you, you know, lots of our kids have been so exposed to super processed sweet foods. The reality is, is that that's what their, their taste buds are used to. Um, And if you don't expose them early, you, you know, it's really super hard. I mean, I know people that, you know, their, their parents didn't insist on that stuff. And then you become an adult and you haven't eaten broccoli in 20 years. And I don't, I don't know how you ever start, you know? Yeah. Um, And, you know, and again, I think that the sweet potatoes is actually a really good example, which is if, if you don't have a lot of processed foods, a sweet potato is actually sweet, Yeah. (laughs) you know? Yeah. But if you're, if you're used to, when I get a salad, it has a thousand eyes and dressing on it every single time. You're going to have a tough time with uh, broccoli, you know? Um, that's just a fact. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a fact. So I, I think that's good. I mean, I think it's great that, you know, you got to get them, you got to get your kids involved in and eating that stuff. And, and then it comes easier. Yeah. Does that mean that it's, you know, if you haven't done that in the past and you decide to do it now, it's going to go super easy. Uh, no, that's not, it's not going to go super easy, but, but it's something that people need to do. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have an adult that doesn't eat vegetables. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Well, that's great. So what are the things do you think like, I, and I totally get involved with this whole idea of, I mean, obviously with my daughter, you know, thinking about women and positive for me, it's both like the positive self image, but also I just feel like it's so empowering for women to watch themselves be strong. I just love that. I love, love, love that stuff. Yeah. I think it's nice to not have to, you know, like my husband, he jokes around with me because, you know, we have a house and we're always fixing it up and there's always something to be done, whether it's, you know, maintaining the landscape or, you know, we're adding rocks to the planter bed and things like that. And when we've had our owned our first house, like I didn't help him with any of that stuff. You know, it's not that I felt like I was too weak. It was just, I just didn't do it. And now that, you know, I feel like a stronger person and I, I like being able to, you know, help him with hauling the rocks into the planter bed. I mean, I'm sure I don't feel it like the next, feel so great about it the next day because my back is killing me but it feels good to be able to not be able not have to say oh no I can't do that like my body can't handle that like my body can't handle it I can't do everything he can do and lift but I feel like my contribution is at a more stronger level than 
you know, just maintaining the inside of the house or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And I, I just, I think, I think that's awesome. And I also just love watching women be aggressive um, and get to be aggressive, you know? Um, I mean, I can think about, you know, when I watch uh, the people work out and I watch you work out and you can see that they're really pushing hard and pushing their limit a little bit. And I just think there's something so powerful about that, especially in a woman to have her do that. Cause it's, I don't know that women get that many places to do it, you know? So it's just awesome that you get to do that um, at CrossFit, I think. Yes, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, and then what about you mentioned Stella and then and CrossFit and all that kind of stuff. Do you get to see other things about Stella or as it relates to kind of your health and fitness or. I think that, like, for example, you know, we're doing um, the virtual gym right now because of the whole COVID situation that we're in. And, um, you know, Stella loves doing kid fit. But while that is getting ready to start up again, you know, as I've been doing the online um, gym classes, she is like excited to do it. She wants to do it with me and she enjoys it. And she's like, mommy, is it time for our class yet? And I love that. I don't have to ask her. It wasn't even something that I was like, Hey, you need to do this with me. She asked me um, from the first day that it was starting and has asked me every day since then. And it's like one of the first thing that she tells Sean, my, her dad, yeah. um, when he gets home at night, like he's yeah. like, mommy, or he's like, daddy, mommy and I did, um, our workout today and I was able to do this and she feels great about it. She yeah. logs her score, like all of her information down on her, um, tablet and takes yeah. notes about things that, and I, I didn't have to ask her to do that either. She so just awesome. enjoys doing it. And she writes so like awesome. detailed notes. She loves it. <laughs> like, if some, you know, the other day, cause like jump roping is something that she's still in progress working on. Yeah, yeah. And she, um, she was like, today was a tough day, you know, cause it was like the first time she had done jump roping in a wad. And, and then we did it again, like a couple days later and she practiced it over the weekend because she wanted yeah. to get better at it. And like today or the, the day that we did it, she was like, I got 13 in a row. Like she feels very excited about improving her own skills and oh, cool. that has nothing to do with me pushing her or anything. Right. So I enjoy that because I think when kids find fun and enjoyment and they are starting to see those instant improvements like I was talking about earlier where it's not just like self-image it's just you feel good when you get better at something and because there's so many different movements that you're doing all the time in one of those classes that you are constantly feeling better or you know real quick areas that you need to work on. Yeah, that's so awesome. I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with she sees you practice and she sees it's you getting better. And she's like, well, mom practices, I got to practice too. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 having her in those classes is super fun too. 
because I can remember like last week she gets done. I mean, she's right in the camera waving at me like, get my time. (laughs) Gotcha, Stella. I see you. Don't worry. Yes, she definitely is not shy of the camera. (laughs) No, uh, super fun though. Super fun. Um, Okay, so you mentioned earlier kindergarten, but I thought you told me you teach second grade now. Yeah, so I used to teach kindergarten for 15 years. This is my first year in second grade. It's been a positive experience. I enjoy definitely working with the little ones. And, um, you know, it's just been a different experience because with kindergarten, Mm -hmm. you are really helping them with everything and in second grade you're really starting to see them start having some independence yeah and um you know but still seeking guidance like they still need that guidance from you like kindergarten needs they need that put feedback you know and um so i've i've enjoyed my change this year for sure well, it's, I mean, Chris and I have been talking about, you know, obviously with the distance learning and all of that kind of stuff, like second grade's a big deal. Yeah. You know, that's where you kind of, as I remember, as we were thinking, I mean, that's when you're starting to do some math for real and you're really starting to hone in on, you know, skills that you're going to need for the rest of your life. Um, is that true? Is that the right grade? I mean, is that, that the kind of stuff that's happening there? I mean, it is a really, I, I find that, um, you know, K through two, you're learning to read where you're, mm-hmm. you're really grasping those fundamentals that you need to be able to be a good reader. And then in third grade and higher, you're reading to learn. So then you're taking right. those skills that you've learned in K through two and you're adapting them to what you need to be able to do in order to be um, a good reader that is able to learn from what they're reading. Right, right. So you've, you're, you're, you're not in K through two, you got to teach them to read so that in third grade they can read to learn. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, I feel like because second grade is such a interesting year because you're still getting that, um, you know, holistic approach from your teacher where, you know, we're doing lots of observations and we're, you know, seeing how the whole child is overall to quite a big change in third grade where they start getting graded on everything. Like each assignment is turned in for a grade. Um, You, start taking um, state mandated tests in third grade. And, you know, it's just a lot. It's a big change for those kids. Uh Um, And so then like, what do you, I mean, when you, so what are the things that you do in order to help them get ready for that switch? Like, what's that look like? So I feel like they still need that, personal interaction and connection and um, really understanding the fundamentals of reading and finding books that they need, that they love to read. And, you know, just honing in on what kinds of genres they are most interested in. Because as we all know, not every book is going to be your favorite, right? So we have to be able to figure out, okay, this is going to be a read that I'm going to do just so that I can have better understanding for maybe an assignment that I'm doing. 
And then this is going to be a type of book that I read that I feel like I can't put it down because it's just so good that I really want to just keep reading it and reading it till I get to the very end. And so I feel like in second grade, we're kind of learning that because they're starting to take a lot of tests where they have to read passages and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they just need to be able to understand that sometimes you just have to pull out the most important information to help you answer the question to the best of your ability. And then, you know, you'll also have reading time where you are really excited about checking out like comic strip books or, you know, different kinds of authors um, that have collections um, that they're really interested in, like Fly Guy or something like that. Right. Okay. So with now this distance learning, how are you helping people? What's that look like? How does that, how do you, how are you doing that? (laughs) Well, that's pretty tricky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thrive on connection with my kids. So I, you know, I was really excited to that actually CrossFit told me about how they were going to do virtual exercising because through Zoom, because that was an app that I had never heard of. And um, I actually did a Zoom meeting with my students last night, and it was super successful. And um, the kids enjoyed seeing each other. And I love seeing them. And it was a way for us to still have connection. And it had very little to do with you know, any of the subject matter or anything like that. It really just had to do a lot with, Hey, I miss you guys. What are you guys up to? What are we doing? What do you guys, what does virtual learning look like to you? What are you doing to get outside and, you know, Mm -hmm. have some exercise and movement, not, you know, be in front of the screen all day long. And, um, So today I've been working on scheduling individual time with all of my students so that I still feel like each child is getting that personal connection. Um, And then also still scheduling group meetings so that they can see each other because they need each other as well, too. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I think it's just, you know, and then also just trying to work with parents because, Parents have now had to take the role of an educator and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they didn't go to school for that. So this might look difficult to them. And so how can I help them through this process so that we can make this an enjoyable experience for the child as well as for the parents? Because if you're having enjoyment, then your brain is ready to learn much better than if you're in frustration and anger and torment. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, And then is there any, is there, I mean, from yesterday's call, is there anything, I mean, I I love second graders like that happened that you're like, Oh my God, this was so funny. I couldn't believe it happened. Or just a funny little antidote around your, your, your zoom class. So, um, you never know like what's funny about what kids say. So they just randomly like say things or whatever. And, you know, in the zoom class as they're 
you know, as each child talks and things, the camera kind of zooms to them. And, um, you know, one student was like eating cereal. And so all the kids thought that that was like hysterical, like, oh my gosh, you're eating cereal. Like, it's just, it's so interesting to see their reactions to each other and then see like, hey, I can see inside your house. Hey, I have a window right by my dining room table too. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is just a neat experience for them because they're so fascinated with everything that's going on around them. And um, so it was really a great time for, for them to just have that connection with each other. Nice. Cool. Hey, is there anything that, you know, because of this new situation that you're going to try that you that you think like this is an opportunity for me to do something I haven't done before or learn something I haven't done before or opportunity for me to do something different like that? Just, you know, what's the positive that you're hoping to get? Do you out mean school wise? Uh, no, I mean, personal wise, like personal wise, what's the or, or school or personal? Like when you think about, gosh, I, you know, tough situation, but I'm going to we're going to make the best of it. What's something that you're like? Hey, I really hope that I that I or my class or somebody, you know, that's gonna be better that we're gonna be we're gonna be better than we were before. Um, well, personally, I, you know, I find it because I'm a teacher as well at the same time that Stella is also in school. So I don't always have the opportunity to get into her classroom and, you know, do parent volunteering as much as some other parents might have the opportunity to do. So I don't get to see um, just kind of like how her brain works and figures things out all the time. So having her with me during this time while she's still continuing third grade, like it's interesting to see how her brain processes things and, you know, the funny things that she says when, um, you know, like she gets things. Um, you know, it, it's just sure. hysterical, like to, to watch her sometimes, like she related the whole toilet paper crisis, um, in her social studies today, um, about, uh, producers and consumers. That's like what the social studies oh. topic was. So she related uh-huh. it to the toilet paper situation, <laughs> How, nice. you know, it's like disappearing from the shelves, so you know, and it was just really funny to see because I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's exactly like what's happening right now. Um, and yeah. so she had like a funny joke that went with it. And I was like, I would have never seen that if, um, right. you know, she was in class. Her teacher probably would have told me about it. But, you know, it's funny to just see how the kids process stuff. So. I'm really excited to be able to do that with her. And then as far as I'm not really a technology person, I got to be honest with you, like me branching out onto Instagram was like literally a huge monumental moment. And um, I don't even know how to do half the stuff on Instagram, like create your stories and all that kind of stuff. I don't do any of that. Um, So really I don't even have Facebook. So I am, it's been a learning experience and just trying to understand and try to be there for my students as much as possible. And in that way, I'm having to, whether I like it or not, get more aware of the different um, 
outlets that there are with technology, such as Zoom, so that I can be there for my students and be able to do like a virtual learning and possibly do a lesson with them um, through that Zoom meeting or through a Skype meeting or FaceTime or something like that. So I'm looking forward to those opportunities. Awesome. Cool. And now you've done a podcast. <laughs> yes, now, and this is my first podcast. So there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'm trying to end these things on a little bit of a lighter note here. So I have a, a more of a, just a, a lighter question okay. for you. Um, which, which is, if you were a CrossFit workout, what workout would you be? Oh, this is a tough one, Matt. I know. And, you know, if you don't know the name of it, that's okay. But tell me, like, if you think about, like, this is the workout that would, this kind of workout even would be a, a workout for you, what would that be? <laughs> I would probably be, um, probably, I don't know, you'd have to put the name with it, but I, like one that's okay. like short, brutal, and to the point, you know what I mean? Right. Fran. Fran, yes, that's the one I was thinking. I was yeah. like thinking Thru- Kelly because that's Thru- what we thrusters and pull ups. You just, you're just, you're just gonna, it's gonna go come at you quick, <laughs> and it's gonna hit you hard. But you just, you're, you're yes, gonna love it. Yes, a hundred percent. I, I definitely feel like I agree. I that's am a great one. That type of personality. Yes. <laughs> I that's a that is a great one for you. Yes, you are definitely a Fran. <laughs> that would be a good one. Yes, I like it. Cool. That's great. Um, anything else, Sam, you know, as far as going on that you want to make sure we talk about or anything? No, I think that just if, if it was anything, I think that just making sure like people have come up with all these different ways. Like I think, um, our friend Mary sent out something, how Netflix is doing like a Netflix party where you can like log in and, you know, chat with each other throughout Mm. the thing. I think just all those different outlets where people are finding different ways to still have human connection with friends and socialize even throughout this time of social distancing to just make that happen so that this isn't like a miserable experience, but something that you can create positivity from. Like we all don't like not being able to go shopping or we all don't like being able to have like a girl's day, but you know, just finding different ways, you know, to make it through this interesting situation without looking at the bummer side of it all the time. And, you know, I think that's kind of fun and neat too, because then you have like a, a different side of doing things, you know? Totally. I agree with that 100%. I mean, whether it's staying socially connected and how important that is, or it's saying, you know, there, like you said, there, there are things that we're going to get to do over the next, whatever these 30 days are that we would just not have been able to do. And we need to celebrate those things, spending more time with your family or learning a new technology skill or whatever that is. Those are, those are things that you're going to get to experience. You just, if we didn't have this, we wouldn't get that. And I think that's super important. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me a lot um and i will see you soon yes, and stella absolutely okay all right talk bye, to you later. bye
Thanks, Sam, for taking the time to talk with me. I really appreciate it. And I also appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to the podcast. Hopefully, this has given you the opportunity to stay connected with others and hear about what they're doing through COVID-19 and also listening to Sam's focus on health and fitness with her family will give you some inspiration to do some of that same stuff. If you have any feedback for me regarding this podcast, you can find me on Instagram at clear nutrition for you, or you can message me at Matt at clear nutrition for you. Everybody have a great day and eat real food.